2: Coming!
3: Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kissel here, hanging out with... Katie Dirks. Yo, Katie. How you doing?
4: Oh, you know, just... We're getting by. We're getting by over here.
3: I love that you're getting by. Uh, speaking of getting by, oh my God, and when I say oh, it's a capital O. Otis! Holy hell, we have a lot to talk about today. Money in the bank. Did it disappoint? Did it not disappoint? What are your thoughts? We're certainly going to tell you ours. I had a blast watching Money in the Bank. They started from the bottom. Now they're there. They climbed all the way up. The women and the men started on the bottom floor, went up, 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 all the way to the top and uh, captured the briefcases uh, that would, of course, change the trajectory of their careers forever. So we have a lot to talk about with Money in the Bank. Also, huge news when it comes to Becky Lynch, uh, this is sort of adjacent to Money in the Bank. Asuka, she grabbed the belt. She is the woman's Money in the Bank winner. It ain't uh, money in that bank, however, it is the title belt itself. So we are going to talk about what's going on with Becky Lynch. She's having a baby, Katie.
4: I know. I'm. I've got a. I've got a whole. I've got a whole. I've got a whole thought on this i've got a lot there's a lot going on
3: one entire thought the the only thought that i have right now if for those that don't know becky is married uh, to seth rollins um or dating i'm not even sure if engaged. They're, they're engaged they're engaged they were
4: supposed to get yeah they were supposed to get married uh at the end of may okay due to the rona right they postponed their wedding
3: okay i see so seth rollins and becky lynch Officially, I think we can say this is going to be the most buff baby in the history of babies. It'll be born with a six pack. It'll be born with deltoids. It's probably working out in the womb right now.
4: Easily, it's definitely it's definitely got a whole CrossFit regimen going yep. in the womb. You can cut a promo from the womb. The that kid can already cut a promo better than the rest of the locker room.
3: I wonder if Becky is swallowing like a mini Nordic track just so the baby can have something to work out with for these 9 months because taking 9 months off of working out that baby is going to lose its muscle mass quickly.
4: I mean, it's got to stay, it's got to stay fit. It
3: does. Of course, when it comes to Becky and the pregnancy, we are going to talk a little bit about the reaction from some people. Some mouth mm-hmm. breathers, of course, have taken to social media uh, to discuss, this is what happens when you have female wrestlers. They get pregnant and they they have to take him off. And it's like, okay, thank you, Um, less talented Cartman. I really appreciate your thoughts. Needless and stupid.
4: Yeah, you get in there. You get in there, kid.
3: (laughs) Not to mention, if you're Becky Lynch, I think this is probably the best thing she can do. There's no audiences for the foreseeable future in the WWE. She takes 18 months off. You know she's coming back. And she never Mm -hmm. officially lost the belt. So the storyline writes itself. She shows back up. 18 months from now, her music hits. The crowd goes crazy. She's jacked as hell Uh, back to buff Becky. It says, hey, I never lost the belt. I want a title shot. I think she jumps right back into the storyline.
4: Easily. Yeah. She has, she, it's, I'm, I'm just so excited about all of this happening.
3: Do you give any, do you have any, cre- and we'll talk about Money in the Bank here in a second, but we might as well stick with Becky. Do you, okay. do you, t- do you take any, um, do you find this to be objectionable in any way? The Just the storyline, obviously, uh, Asuka winning Money in the Bank. Uh, she went against Shayna Baszler, Nia Jax, Carmella, Dana Brooke, and Lacey Evans. Uh, she won the money in the bank. Well-deserved. I think Asuka is the best woman's uh, competitor right now. She she earns it. Uh, she has earned it. I, she's lovable. Her character is so great. They tried to make her a heel, and I just don't think it stuck because she's just such a wonderful face. She's so great.
4: Yeah, she's do, so great.
3: So do you feel like this? What do you? What, just what do you think from a female perspective?
4: First of all. Uh, As a small group of people know, including the last podcast family, uh, I am also with child.
3: Yay, baby!
4: So, and and to be honest, and I obviously we work in television. uh, There's still there's like this fear um, of being like a working like a like a boss. I'm a boss. (laughs) Like I had a team of people. Um, So there was this fear of like announcing like I'm pregnant that like. Anyone who hires me will never hire me again, or at least think twice when if something comes up the next few months right. that I could be on, uh, I would I wouldn't have that opportunity because someone in the office would be like, "Well, she's about to have a kid, so like let's not even talk to her about it." Right. Um, instead of talking to me about it and like maybe we can work something out, maybe it's not right, uh, but I definitely I'm still open to I don't want to not have these conversations. Yes. And then so we kept it on the down low for seven months. <laughs> I'm almost about to have a child. Yep. Um, and when I saw Becky come out and say, "Like she, this is a woman who is at the top of her game. She yep. is the top guy at the company. Yep. She has she is re like just reorganized the entire women's division. She has mm-hmm. made the women's division fun to watch. Crosses mm-hmm. over into a, an audience that for the longest time didn't would go to the bathroom for these women's matches. Yep." Um, and for her to come out and say, I'm handing over the belt. I'm at the top of my game. I'm in the best spot that I've ever been. She didn't wait. Like most, I feel like I don't want to speak for everyone, but I feel like there's this, um, there's a tendency to wait until you're, you know, in a good spot with your career to, you know, leave and go have, make a, you know, have a family.
3: And in this case I suppose a good spot in your career would sort of be on the descent, right? Would be on the decline yeah. and you say, "Oh, screw it. Might as well just go have a kid now."
4: Yeah, now is the time. I'm on the back end of whatever I was doing and you know, now is the time. But for her yeah. to do it at the top of her game, to be undefeated uh or relatively undefeated uh in this like weird world of wrestling where Vince has been very open about his treatment of women and and pregnant women and pregnant storylines. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've been very outspoken about this. (laughs) So I do feel like it, it sent a bigger mess. Like to me, it meant more to see someone, uh, successful step down and say like, Hey, I'm just going to take a quick break. I'm not going away. Uh, I'll be right back. I don't know what this means, but we'll figure it out. Right. So for that, like that to me, like hit some, I was totally, I was absolutely crying. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, Oh, this is like a bigger thing. This is more significant than just like a normal wrestling storyline to people like me anyway to somebody or to, to mothers across the board
3: so obviously cm punk uh, discussed this there he'll talk about a lot of stuff i wish he would get back in the ring i don't think that's ever going to happen again uh, he continues to sort of jerk our chain mr cm yeah. punk uh, there was some speculation that he was the uh what, what are we the hacker. Uh, the WWE Hacker, which if you haven't followed that at all, they just kind of cut to these insta- insta-stitials? Interstitials?
4: Inter- interstitials.
3: There you go. See, that's why you're a producer <laughs> and I'm a talker. Uh, although I failed miserably right there. We yeah, don't know who the, We don't know who this hacker is. I think CM Punk would have, of course, fit that role very well. He says it's not him. It could all be kayfabe. It could still be him. Whatever. He expressed a little bit of um, give a little criticism saying that they should have played up Oscar more they uh, he he said that Oscar should have spit green mist in Becky's face oh, yeah, uh, taken the belt <laughs> and continue on and can sort of continue on with this angle of her being a heel. I push back yeah. on that a little bit because I believe that Oscar is just not uh, he he's she is not a heel. People like no. her too much. It's just not possible. She's too lovable. She's too good in the ring. She does a bunch of butt stuff, which is
4: incredible. They cut to they cut to Shayna right after that, saying, um, "Oh, she's gonna go be pregnant and barefoot in the kitchen." And like, did the typical like right. the typical Vince pregnant storyline of like any woman who's is a waste of space. Uh, whenever you pop out a child, you're just gonna go be a mom. And there's nothing else you can do. Right. Um, so like. That to me, I was like, and and like, I'll be honest, when I was watching it, like, it did cut a little deep. It was just like, oh, she's going to go get fat and like never return or whatever. And like, that is a very heel thing to say. And in my brain, I also, I was like, okay, there's just like a heel promo, whatever. Uh, But in my brain, I was also like, it's also very typical of of the audience being like, oh, well, there's the end of Becky. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't mean that's what, like, doesn't, we're not in 1950. Like, she can come back. She can... It, they can make this work.
3: Yes, absolutely. You tend uh, not to have your entire life ruined any longer by having a child. Uh, not that people born in the 50s ruined their family's life, but, you know, let's be honest. Maybe they did.
4: There was, like, a stigma. There was a stigma that once you have a, yes. a child, you're, as a woman, your career was effectively over and you were just going to be a housewife for the rest of your life. That was, like... That's the stigma.
3: I think you made a great point, though, pushing back on CM Punk a little bit there. I think that Shayna, obviously, she is a heel. She's a great heel. Uh, I She's scary as hell, which always makes for a good heel.
4: I, and yeah, as- I wouldn't want to meet her in a back alley.
3: Oh, never. Um, Asuka is... Uh, Asuka is the only female wrestler in my opinion right now that can take Shayna Baszler on realistically. Obviously in the kayfabe world that we're talking about. But I feel like setting up Shayna uh, versus Asuka, that is a match made in heaven and that could easily be a headlining match, you know, at a at a whatever pay-per-view. Uh, they want to make that a headlining match at. I feel like that's that is a main event match. And people are going to be invested in that because Shayna Baszler, she does strike fear in the hearts of everyone. I don't feel comfortable around her. I don't particularly (laughs) like uh, I can feel her already. I can feel her giving me a noogie and pushing my face in a toilet and flushing the toilet, giving me a swirly. I can I believe her to be a great bully. uh, And I feel like her and Asuka, if they continue down that road with a storyline there, I think that's going to be gold.
4: Yeah, and yeah, I could see Shayna like slamming you into a table easily.
3: Like and just she for did fun. with Liv
4: Morgan. Just like taking you by the knees and just swinging you into a table.
3: Absolutely. <laughs> and that'll be like the only time you've ever seen her smile. You know, like that's that is her sense mm-hmm. of humor will just be about your pain. She has schadenfreude written all over her mouth guard. She is very, very, very scary. So yeah. I think that you're right. They they kind of covered that base. They covered the troll base by getting Shayna to be the asshole, be the heel. Yeah. And Asuka's yeah. reaction, I thought it was legit. Apparently, she did not know uh, that that was uh, the money in the bank. They shot it in April. The pay-per-view was shot in April, or at the very least, the Titan Tower portion of it. Mm -hmm. She did not know when she grabbed that uh, briefcase that it was bigger uh, than just having a money-in-the-bank opportunity. It was a title. It was her getting the title. She did not know, and I think her surprise uh, during that segment. in In these dark times, I don't mind that the WWE lightens it up a little bit.
4: Yeah. And I think, and I look. I hope that reaction was was real. I w- I I hope that's the real thing, because um, it was so genuine and so honest and cute and adorable. And so, like, it kind the news had kind of leaked out that. Well, I mean, the minute Becky said that she had a major announcement, it was right. going to be one of two things: she's injured or she's pregnant. Like everybody right. kind of, kind of knew something was like she hasn't been on TV in a while. She hasn't wrestled since WrestleMania, uh, so or she hasn't had a big match since WrestleMania. Uh, so th- like I feel like everyone like started the internet wrestling Twitter started to speculate wrestling Reddit wrestling Twitter were like jeans brand me yeah. me 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 me. Um, but I'm excited.
0: At Bet three six five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play—from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar—whether it's a three point at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be President of Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either
1: Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time.
2: And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price.
1: Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
3: If I'm the doctor delivering that baby, be careful because my, you might just get a stunner. You might just get stunned by that little infant. It is very possible it's going to be the strongest child born since Samson. Very interesting story. And, yeah, uh, yeah. so we'll see uh, what happens with Becky. As I said earlier, there's no crowds right now in the WWE. If you're going to take some time off, take some time off. You look at Hangman Adam Page, of course, uh, AEW, he's taking time off. We also can talk about Sami Zayn taking some time off. Uh, there's really no criticism for those two guys other than Sami Zayn. He had the intercontinental title stripped from him, which he is very upset about. Uh, he mm. d- disagrees with the WWE's decision. I don't, I, I hear where he is coming from as the WWE, Vince McMahon specifically in this case, said, hey, if you don't want to wrestle during coronavirus, you don't need to wrestle. We're not going to penalize you. Penalize, um, but of course they did. They took the they took the intercontinental title away from Sami Zayn, a title they haven't given a shit about since the Attitude Era, really.
4: Yeah, the only people that gave a shit about this like he's the only reason people give a shit about this belt because people like Sami Zayn.
3: He's a he is Andy Kaufman esque. I think he's such a fun, annoying, get under your skin. He's a, he is just one of those, he's like a tick. He just sticks into you and just sucks your blood and you're super annoyed, but you can't kill the damn guy. Uh, mm-hmm. So who knows what happens? Maybe Sammy gets a push when all of this coronavirus stuff is all said and done. I would not be surprised just knowing the attitude of professional wrestlers, both good and bad. I think that he probably will never get that title back.
4: Nope. i I agree with you. I like knowing what we know about the like they'll see this as like he's not being a team player regardless of the headline of like well it's on a voluntary basis if you want to come wrestle you can come wrestle right like no if you want to come wrestle your uh, your boss is telling you if you want to come to work you can come to work I mean like right. some other people are doing it yeah like fuck you that is you are pressuring fuck you I'm with Sam I stand with Sammy.
3: <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I understand where he came from. I understand where he's coming from. Um, and yeah, we'll see what happens. I don't think he has the carte blanche of someone like a Becky Lynch to take time off and then come back and be immediately oh, yeah. in, uh, injected into a storyline again. I, I I just don't see that happening.
4: I mean, the nice thing with Sammy is that he has street cred. He's a wrestler. He's been a yes. wrestler outside of WWE. He had, a, he had a career. He didn't have a WWE career, right. but he had a career. So like he's he's made the rounds. If if anything were to go sideways, Sami Zayn will be fine. Yes. Sami Zayn will still be a top guy wherever he goes. Yes. Um and if this is the if this is the straw that breaks the camel's back and he winds up elsewhere, I'm all for it. Like he's he'll be fine. He's a great wrestler. He's a great character no matter where he goes.
3: I completely agree. And I could see him thriving in AEW. You look at what AEW has done with Brody Lee. You look at what they've done. I mean, hell, even Cody was a mid-card guy in WWE, and now obviously he's the man at AEW. At
4: best, yeah. yeah. So
3: I think that they could do him. They would do, with AEW, Sami Zayn actually um, allowing Sami to maybe have a little bit more say over his character arc and storyline. Oh, dude, the sky's the limit for that, dude. So I agree with you. This is probably, this is a blessing for Sami Zayn in the long run.
4: For sure. Yeah, I think he'll be fine.
3: All right, let's talk about the big pay-per-view news from this past week. Money in the bank. The men's, we'll, we'll focus on the men here. Otis, AJ Styles, Daniel Bryan, King Corbin, Aleister Black, and Rey Mysterio. RIP to both of them. Apparently they're dead. However, they're not dead. But that would be what would have happened had they truly been thrown off the top Of the Titan Towers. So let's start from the top and go to the bottom, shall we? Otis! Otis!
4: It's your boy. It's my man.
3: My bowling ball man from Wisconsin. The dude is so over. You could hear. You could hear people clapping. And damn, every fat boy across this country was crying. When Otis was gifted the money in the bank, AJ Styles fighting Baron Corbin, a fumble occurs. AJ bobbles and bobbles and bobbles the briefcase, and it rains down from heaven right into the wonderfully large-slash-kind-of-small arms of Otis. What a great conclusion. Going back to what we were talking about earlier, it's such a bleak time for the country. I love that WWE is giving us a little candy. That's kind of how I see it.
4: Yeah. It's I think I think what I liked most about this is he just like he his little ham hands. Yeah. His little ham hands caught it and it was just the most adorable thing. It was just adorable. You know what? <laughs> you go get him. And to to say that um I just I'll clarify, I could not have been more wrong about my predictions on this. Like I could yes. not have been Same here. even like I wasn't even close. I mean, I said <laughs>
3: Alistair Black was going to win it, or at least I wanted him to, and he, and died. he died. And
4: he he's dead now, sort of. He's
3: gone. Well, yeah.
4: The, and we'll, well, we should talk about the cover up, or like the explanation that they repeatedly gave on Monday Night Raw as to why Ray and Alistair Black were on the show.
3: Yes, please, honestly, please do. So um, for those that uh, didn't watch it, please go back, get the WWE Network. It's worth it. I know that, you know, some people, my buddy unsubscribes and subscribes to it so often because he gets so mad. And I'm like, just stop unsubscribing because you're just going to get it back. You always get it back. It's only 10 bucks a month.
4: I'm with your friend. I'm straight up with your friend. <laughs> <laughs> I like I there are days where like there is like a moral battle with my like in, the, in my brain. There's a cont- continuous moral dilemma over like wh- liking wrestling and like and watching the WWE because I know that I'm just but they don't care. It's just it's just me. Yeah, like, it's just one more subscription. I also don't want to give them my money because like fuck them sometimes.
3: We're all complicit. We're all we're all complicit uh, in this.
4: We're just part of the problem.
3: The interesting thing, or one of the uh, in, uh, one of the more, I don't know. I'm just gonna say stupid criticisms of Ray and Aleister Black being thrown over the top. I'm not sure if you saw this on Twitter, but of course there was a helicopter cam because they're outside and why not have a helicopter cam? The helicopter yeah. cam showed that it was an enclosed space on top of the Titan Towers, and that Aleister Black and Ray Mysterio they hit a crash pad as they as Baron Corbin, King Corbin, threw them off the top. This is like one of those areas in pro wrestling that is so aggravating when people point out the obvious. It's like, yeah, he did not commit double homicide. No, no. He definitely <laughs> did not do that because they would it definitely be charging him right
4: now. A billion dollar company didn't have one of their performers commit a double homicide. Wow. That seems like legal like a legal problem.
3: It does seem like a legal problem. I think that would be tough to get through HR.
4: Yeah, that would be, yeah, that would be tough to get by lawyers for sure. Lawyers would be like, mm, well, does he actually kill them?
3: You know what? Alistair Black is already dead, so you can't kill him. That's what I say. And Rey Mysterio, the sorry. only wrestler that could survive being thrown off a 70-story building, he could do it. I still think he and Jeff Hardy would land on their feet.
4: Oh, yeah, easily. He's got nine lives. Yes. He's got a million lives. Like, Rey Mysterio, if there's anyone who could, like, cat claw his way down it would be him <laughs> for sure He would I absolutely know. land on like he would do the like superhero land where like he does the he does the ricochet landing
3: absolutely oh my god ricochet what a talent that dude is so otis comes away with the money in the bank and it was as the match was happening i began to think it was more possible that he could win because the entire money in the bank, specifically for the men and, and somewhat for the women as well, um but specifically for the men, it had a lot of levity to it. There was a lot of humor. Uh, obviously, uh, brother Love showed up. Doink the clown was hiding behind a chair. Um, we had uh, it's just
4: where he lives. He just lives behind a chair now.
3: He hangs out. I love that they had, what was it? John John Loreliteus? Whatever the hell that dude's name is that I can't pronounce. They made it seem <laughs> as if Titan Tower was where all of the iconic characters that you loved as a child reside. They just live there. Doink is just hanging out. Brother Love is taking a crap in the bathroom. Uh, you know, it was really a fun exploration of WWE throughout the years. That's kind of what they were going for. I think they could have even added more of that. I would have loved to see more of the OG wrestlers come in, make some cameos. But it was a lighthearted it was it had a lighthearted feel. So I suppose it concluding with Otis grabbing the briefcase, uh raising it up in a not in a V, in a kind of a U shape because that's the way his body is.
4: He does have that he has like he's the he he is what I envision like a like the outline of his of his body type is like the dude on like Muscle Beach in Venice. Like he's so jacked and wide that like he can't put his hands his arms down by his side like a normal human. He can't. He just walks He walks like a giant. Like I don't even like I don't even know what shape that is.
0: <laughs> it
3: is It is bowling ball. It is bowling ball. He's a
4: bowling. He walks like a bowling ball with arms. You're you're right.
3: Yes. And if he was a dog, he would be a French bulldog. We all know that. He's a Frenchie. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt. So the reason that I say it was lighthearted, I'm sure everyone watched it, um, but the food fight specifically. So once we get to the middle of Titan Tower, there is a buffet of food. The person sitting at that buffet of food, uh, a dinner for one, if that one happens to be Paul Heyman. As soon as I see this, and Katie, I think you'll agree, you know for a fact food will be flying.
4: Yeah, there's no question. Like, you see it and you go like, okay, we know, we everyone's on board. We all know where this is going.
3: So Otis screams, food fight, as if he's John Belushi from Animal House. And the food fight goes on. Uh, And it is, it's fun. Uh, Shayna Baszler has Rey Mysterio in a headlock, which is, uh, that was pretty cool.
4: I was so excited. That was like the one, that was like the one flirting that WWE's like they haven't done much flirting with intergender wrestling, but if anybody's going to take on anybody, it's going to be Shayna Baszler. I was like, I was just yelling at the television, like more intergender wrestling.
3: I think that Shayna (laughs) could beat Rey in the ring. I don't—if they got into an octagon, maybe I'm totally insane, but she's a beast.
4: I mean, character-wise, she's she's so—she's such a bad guy that she would just demolish Rey Mysterio in the the worst way possible.
3: So the one—there was some real action here in this food fight, and it looked as if Paul Heyman was the recipient of that action— He got slammed in the face with with I guess a plate of rice. I guess he was just eating a plate of rice.
4: (laughs) It was like rice aroni. Whatever was left was the remnants of like a rice aroni plate. Like he got hit so hard in the face that I was like, oh shit! Like they must like I don't know. I like when he I think it was Otis that slammed the plate in in his face. (laughs) He he just like he got hit hard. Like there was no. There was, like, a misjudgment of, I don't know, depth perception. Like, he got <laughs> slammed in the face. I was like, oh, shit. I, I,
3: I love that. So what did you think, Katie, at that point? Because at that point in the match, um, we, we, we know it's kind of, we know it's a little goofy. We know it's a little goofy, and I think some people yeah. like that and some people didn't. And I feel like the food fight was the moment where you got turned off or you got turned on. What did you think? How did you react to the food fight obviously being so it's a it was sitcom. It was very sitcom. Yeah. It was like out a
4: it mash or silly. something,
3: which is an up-to-date yeah. reference of a TV show that I came up with.
4: That's <laughs> a twenty twenty reference yeah. um. We, like, I was sitting there and, like, I was kind of, I was in and out of it. Like, I was in and out of it. And then when Paul Heyman just got obliterated, I was in. I was like, all right, we know where this This is stupid. This yes. is so dumb. I'm here for it. Let's see a good old-fashioned uh food fight yeah with a bunch of wrestlers all crammed in a room. I was there for it. I, I thought it was stupid. I thought it was funny. The only, my only thought is when I see something that dumb. Yeah. I think about all the people like us that are trying to get more people into wrestling, mm-hmm. and then us trying to like explain why wrestling is cool. <laughs> 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 that's my only thought. Is like, yeah. I don't really know how I explain this to people who don't watch wrestling. That like, no, 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 no. Just give it a minute. <laughs> Just like, I know this is really stupid, but like, give it a second and it'll be over, and then we'll move on to something else. Uh, that's the only thing that goes through my brain. Is like. I just imagine like explaining to my friend Christy who doesn't watch wrestling why right. this is funny.
3: <laughs> yeah. It, you know, that is that's a great point. I think it was for fans of pro wrestling, I think it was conflicting. It really, you know, because it was so goofy, it was so sitcomy. But again, in with the juxtaposition with what we're going through nationally, internationally, I can go with it. I was like, "I'll take it. I will it take a fat laugh. guy screaming food fight." And honestly, <laughs> some of those when they were throwing the sandwiches and stuff, I was like, they were pelted each other. There was yeah, some. Man. There was some damage being done.
4: Yeah, it was like a it was like dodgeball up there. I don't want to be hit by any of that shit. No, <laughs> I laughed. I thought it was silly. I thought it was dumb. I was like, "Oh, this is stupid." But you know what? I'm not thinking about. I'm not what? thinking about that. I've been staying in my house for two months.
3: Exactly. Exactly. So. I will watch Otis caress a hoagie. I don't know what kind of porno it'll be classified as, but I can see that man stare at food. That's he looks at Mandy Rose with love, but he looks at food with lust. And I love. I can just see. I can. I could watch Otis stare at a slice of salami for an hour.
4: I mean, he really does. He does have. There's. He, there's a. There's a spark. There's, there's a, spark. a spark. It, it brings joy.
3: There, It really it really does. So we have the food fight moment happen uh, for the women's money in the bank. They're running around. They have a janitor who is mopping the floor in a way who that... has
4: clearly never used a mop bucket for never. those of us who have had like normal jobs and have worked in restaurants. And have had to clean up somebody puking on the floor. This man has (laughs) never touched a mop bucket in his entire life. He, like, it doesn't. When I watched it, I was like, you didn't even try. Like, you didn't even try to make it look like you knew what you were doing. He, like, took the mop out of the bucket and then rang the little mop bucket thing. Like, it didn't even. You're not even doing it right.
3: Yes, absolutely. But
4: I guess in story, it made sense because. Shortly after that, Mandy or, uh, was it Dana Brooke ate shit.
0: Yes, shortly after that, Dana Brooke, she wiped out, which obviously we all saw coming. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-point at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment.
3: Dana Brook and uh, Dana Brooke and Carmella had a sort of a funny thing going on. Dana Brooke had a picture frame around her body for a good half of the money in the bank match. Again, extremely comical, extremely light. Uh, although it was kind of a bump that she took to get that. And there were some, not you know, not to uh, demean some of the bumps that were taken, there were some serious bumps taken. Uh, there were yeah. some moments where I was like, "Ah, damn, that is not going to feel good in the morning." But they definitely went with a uh, with a lighter touch, without a doubt.
4: And the the uh, Carmella and Dana Brooke had a had a match in in the actual Money in the Bank conference room on the third floor in uh, Titan Tower. So there's like an actual working conference room. There's an actual yes, uh, clear briefcase that she accidentally grabs. And then for whatever reason, this is another one that I was like, okay guys, we got to talk about your production quality. (laughs) Like, What are we doing here? They cut to a home video, like a iPhone video of, it's completely out of place. It's off pace. It doesn't make any sense. There's like, you've already got a camera crew in Orlando and in Connecticut. So we know that like camera crews are available for the WWE. And they right. cut to like a home like a like a iPhone video a uh, poorly lit, bad audio, poorly scripted. It was just un- like it didn't make any it didn't feel right at all of Stephanie McMahon being like, "Hey Dana Brooke, you grabbed the wrong you grabbed the wrong suitcase." Yes. Just like, wait a minute. It was so like everyone know like she You didn't, we didn't need it. It wasn't needed. It was silly. I was like, ugh.
3: You know, I think right now, Katie, you're being a bit of a negative Nelly because you're you're putting your producer cap on. You're watching this with the lens of a producer. You're never going to be happy. There's no way you can enjoy anything. Producers are the most miserable people
4: alive. We are. We're awful. (laughs) (laughs) I definitely had, I definitely had like a. Well, actually, guys, what I would do is like attitude towards that whole segment.
3: <laughs> I can, com- I, and I, I guarantee you, I can see you doing it. I can see the face you make, and I can hear you saying that out loud to your husband, uh. James, as James perhaps he agrees with you and that's why you're together forever
4: he, I mean he he said the same thing I did he was like he's that's like, two producers okay, for you okay producer Katie
3: that's two producers for you so another interesting thing that happened in this match that is sort of foreshadowing, perhaps, a rematch between AJ Styles and Undertaker. At one point, AJ Styles, I believe he's searching for Rey Mysterio at this time. He opens up a room uh, in Titan Tower, obviously, and in this room, there's plumes of smoke. It's got that Undertaker vibe. There's a casket, and you can, I think they did a good job here uh, and AJ did a good job here of really displaying his fear. Uh, he displayed his nervousness. He displayed like, oh, shit, I might be in over my head about uh, in this room. Uh, because, of course, he had a great graveyard match with Undertaker. I think it seems like they might be setting up AJ versus Undertaker once again because that match was such a hit and such a success and for taker if you're watching the last ride docu series which is amazing uh you know he's getting older and he can't, he's not going to be able to put on the greatest matches in ring anymore but the way that they shot the graveyard match it made him look good and obviously that's something yeah. he can still do
4: yeah i love this i was like ooh this is like i was just like i love I, this is fun i was back in it i think this is before they lost me Again, they lost me a couple times during this.
3: Yes, it is funny that you say back in it because that's how that's kind of how I felt also. Like throughout the entire thing, I was I was on for the ride. I was in I was in the log and I was in the log jam ride, and I knew it was going to be good at times. I knew we were going to be going through some splash mountain stuff, but I knew it might be a little boring or weird at certain times as well. Um, But when Alistair Black, who comes out uh, behind AJ Styles, pushes AJ into the room that is obviously an homage to the Undertaker, shuts the door. I thought that was I thought that was a really good way of storytelling and a good way of letting us know that whatever happened between AJ and Taker it's not over yet.
4: It's not over. And what's going to happen next? I don't know.
3: All I know is Taker better I don't want to see him lose anymore. He's too old. If you're have you been watching the Last Ride docu series at all?
4: I haven't. It I is Katie, be, you have to.
3: You have okay. to I did oh, wow. not realize Undertaker is half. He's Robocop. He's half bionic. The man yeah. has had. No, he, he's
4: had. He's had a ton of surgeries. It's,
3: it's insane. They did a uh, breakdown of what's inside of his body. It is. Oh I did not realize the dude never took time off. I get why he's on the Mount Rushmore. I get why I mean, Vince a, McMahon loves at him.
4: At a certain point, I at a certain point I do have like, I have I have like psychological questions about what's going like at a certain point you gotta take a take a beat for yourself man
3: (laughs) yeah i mean they talk about that in the documentary stone cold has a quote where he's like i'm not sure if he knows i don't know if he even knows he's old time is a crazy thing i i mean this is like when we all when we get old we're getting there slowly but surely I, are we gonna know am I gonna know when I'm talking on radio and all of a sudden I become Don Imus and I'm just every no. joke every joke fails every opinion sucks am I gonna know when that happens when I'm totally out of touch I don't know I think the whole thing is that you don't I feel like it just happens and then you just
4: you go through like your younger years with like a pretty good idea of self a- awareness yeah and then all of a sudden something happens and you're the old guy you're, you're just the old. weird. You're the weird guy standing. Yeah, <laughs> you're the weird guy standing at the nightclub in the corner. Exactly. Just, what happened?
3: And then you have to have that moment where you look in the mirror, and then it has to dawn on you. Like I, I Taker is self-aware. Um, I, I watched the uh, Broken Skull session with him. A great interview series by Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stone Cold is such an awesome interviewer. Really awesome. Does his homework, and
4: he's gotten. Yeah, he's gotten really good at it.
3: He's a real talent. Even um,
4: Jericho. Oh, Jericho! Them.
3: I could listen to Jericho. A great, another great podcast. Obviously, he's an insider. We're just fans. Yeah, great podcast.
4: His his like cadence used to bother me, not to get like two in the weeds, but he would be like super Jericho, and he would talk like he would just talk like Jericho. He was Jericho all the time, but yeah. he was like really settled into it. I think he's great. He's fantastic. I,
3: and when he when he commentates on AEW, he's he's so good. He's better than Tony Schiavone. And Tony Schiavone is an icon. Of course, no one is better than JR. And uh, I would have loved to hear JR's reaction when Alistair and Ray were thrown off the top. <laughs> that would have been incredible. We could just play when Mick Foley fell off the or was thrown off the Hell in the Cell. And uh, I think that might uh, might cover some of the emotion he would express in that situation. So they are mm-hmm. teasing AJ and Undertaker. I could go for another cinematic match. Do you feel like. Um, now that we're seeing the Money in the Bank, uh, now that we've seen the Graveyard match, uh, we saw what happened with uh, Bray Wyatt um, and John Cena. Of course, Bray Wyatt also wrestled in Money in the Bank. He was defeated by Braun Strowman. That had a, that had a touch of uh, theatrics to it, without a doubt. Do you feel like in every pay-per-view going forward, obviously I want to get back to traditional, traditional in-ring wrestling. I want to get back to that. But do you feel like they're going to try to do kind of the cinematic, one cinematic match per pay-per-view?
4: I mean, I feel like in, until this all shakes out, it's a good idea. Right. I think that, like, until we're all back in a room together, I think it's a good idea to to play up the what the, creatively what can be done with wrestling. Now's the time to do it. Absolutely. It's not like you – when they're doing the weekly grind, which I guess they're still doing to a certain extent, but when you're doing that weekly grind – you don't have much time to really think outside of the box. You're just kind of checking like okay, we have to do this, we have to do this, we have to do this and you have, you know, 4 days to kind of come up with creative that's supposed to last a while and it doesn't. So like I think I think they absolutely should take their time and script some of these big matches and like take advantage of the creative elements that they have.
3: I mean, now that they now that this crew, I believe it's the same crew they've been working with now that they know how to do it and they're perfecting it, I do agree with you. There were some janky moments, specifically uh, to sort of wrap up the Money in the Bank conversation. At the beginning, we'll, we'll end at the beginning, when the wrestlers entered, um, it was a little bit of a jarring beginning. I think that's safe to say.
4: Yeah. No, my, my, my snarky producer hat went, why is this so cutty? It was just like, And like edited so quickly and frenetically. And it was kind of like just chaotic that nothing like half the, the fun about the pay-per-views is the entrances. Like they take for fucking ever. There's like, it's big theatrics and I, they obviously don't have the facilities to do what they would normally do for obvious reasons. But like, let's, I mean, you, you, you've got time, you've got time to edit it. You've got time to script it and think it out. Like, Let's take it. Let's let's do some of these theatrical, uh, you know, take advantage of some of these like unique situations that we have. Absolutely. And roll with it as opposed to just like throwing them into a gym and just like randomly like all the ladies just like walked into walked into the lobby. Like here we are in the lobby now. It was just it was, just, it was like it was so like it was just well like,
3: jarring. Mean- I guess at the same time, you just got to throw – you just got to throw us in and just be like, this is it, and, and, yeah. and just roll with it. I don't know. I it, That is a tough thing to do. It is a hard match yeah. to figure out, like, how the hell do we start this uh, again? Like uh, of, mm-hmm. of course, when the men began in the gym, no mirror is safe. The mirror is the new uh, Spanish announce table. Anytime you see a mirror in <laughs> the WWE, it is getting destroyed, uh, which is kind of one of my new favorite things, honestly. Um, so – WWE Money in the Bank. If you haven't seen it, check it out. It's it's worth your time. Uh, there was also obviously Seth Rollins took on Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre retained. Um, mm-hmm. it, I don't know what's going to be happening with Seth. Maybe Seth takes time off with Becky. I actually have no clue what's happening uh, with his storyline. Like,
4: yeah, they're making they're doing something. they doing something with with Seth being like. Stunned and shocked that I'm assuming he lost to Drew and like right. he's realizing he's not as great as he thinks he is or something like where he's going to like an even darker cult leader. Um, so I think that'll be interesting to see. The one thing that took me out of this, okay, was the one thing that I was hoping for the entire time was to destroy Vince McMahon's office, and the fact that they didn't do that is what I consider a missed <laughs> opportunity. Missed. Yes opportunity of course
3: that's the money in the bank yeah
4: yeah all I wanted to see was uh Daniel Bryan throw fucking Aleister Black through Vince's desk or like destroy the destroy the dinosaur head on the wall do something take your anger out you're in Vince's office is the only time it's gonna happen let's do something fun Everybody wants to see Vince's office destroyed.
3: You were talking about that for like a month. You have been fantasizing so and fetishizing like, about that for so long. Oh, my God. And that, was, that was your to... moment.
4: Yeah. I was like, they're going to just destroy his office. It's going to be so much fun. Right. Uh, oh, my God. I was so excited. Or like, do something. He has a couch there. He's got a couch. There's yeah. a desk without a computer on it. Do something. But instead, they see Vince and they scurry away, and I was so heartbroken that that's what they did with Alistair Black, who's supposed to not be afraid of anything. That's true. Uh,
3: I agree. Hopefully he's not afraid of heights. I
4: was, I was booing the television.
3: Oh, I get you. I feel you on that one. Um, but, yes, anyway, uh, also Bobby Lashley defeated, defeated R-Truth. I never want to see R-Truth lose. I love R-Truth with all of my heart and soul. He is one of my favorite wrestlers of all time, truly becoming yep. that because he's just hes so lovable. And I love him on Instagram. He's
4: a national. He's he's a WWE tre- uh, treasure.
3: He is, and I want him a to have. Treasure. I I hope he actually gets. I mean, obviously he has the twenty four seven title and things like that. But I I would love if he got a real push. Maybe taking the IC title and uh, and making that something a little bit Ooh. more worthwhile. I I think that could Whoa.
4: work out. That's a good call. When are we going to see Gronk back and to to get the 24-7 belt back?
3: Well, I don't know. He and Mojo hang out a lot, though. And uh, I think so Gronk weird. has a football season to prepare for now because he's a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. Um, oh, my goodness. Yeah. Um, also, yeah, we might be doing a football show at some point in the near future here on the last podcast network as well. So stay tuned for that. Um, but, yes. That was Money in the Bank. We'll be back next week to tell you all about the week in wrestling. There was a lot of stories this week. Some were more dark than others. Um, Obviously, uh, Del Rio, Alberto Del Rio, he's never going to wrestle again, nor should he. Uh, Apparently, when he was dating Paige, he was extremely abusive as well, and if you want to Uh, We might actually cover that on side stories because it's a true crime story at at this point. Alberto Del Rio um, committing horrible acts of violence uh, of a sexual nature and of just a physical nature in general. And if you look at his mugshot, that dude is freaking terrifying. So I hope he doesn't uh, grace a ring ever again.
4: The details of that are incredibly disturbing. And I would say one of the more... Um, aggressive wrestling stories that like it's a dark side of the ring story app for sure. Um, It's by far one of the more, uh, the details are very graphic and I was even reading it. I was just like, Oh Jesus Christ. He's a terrible human.
3: Yeah, he really is. And of course wrestlers have been kicked out of the uh, WWE for far or for far less. Um. So yes, but anyway, oh, we, folks, we we choose to talk about the sport, not the outside antics of these uh, of some of the troubled souls that have graced the squared circle. But thank you all so much for listening. Hope you're doing great out there. And uh, Katie, anything else? You uh, do you uh, have you come up with a name for your baby yet? Maybe just announce that right now.
4: Um. We we have. We we do. Okay. Uh, it was the first one. I'm not going to tell anybody, oh but God. it was the first one that we came up with, and we have since been trying to shoot holes in it ever since. And every time we think we've <laughs> shot a hole in it, we realize we haven't shot a hole in it, so we're pretty sure we haven't. it. All
3: right. I know the name you're talking about. I think that's a great name. Yeah. Benjamin Grant Kissel, the second. Yes. I, I love yep. that, Katie. Junior. Yes. Only junior. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Hope you're staying safe, staying happy, as uh, and uh, we are continuing to truck along through all of these things. Okay, everyone, hail yourselves. We'll talk to you soon. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com.